But I figure since we have our little tit for tat going on right now, I'm not going to do that. You know, I talked about this the other day with the exclusive members. I think uh, right now, like I said before in the intro, we're in a weird flux state. You know, these are uh, these are not filler episodes. Like if you watch anime or if you watch cartoons or anything like that, you know, there's like main story episodes. And then there's like filler episodes where the main character has to run around trying to catch a puppy or learn like a recipe or something like that. These aren't filler episodes. Uh, these are fluctuation episodes. We're still in flux and we're trying to figure out what to do. I talked about this with the exclusive members just the other week about how I think what we're going to do, we're going to wait another week. We're going to see if the restriction is lifted and then that will kind of determine where we go from here. Uh, you know, I said that we will be continuing posting on all different platforms, you know, like fan base. Obviously we posted on telegram, uh, things like this. Uh, but for sure, we will know what the verdict is and what path we want to go moving forward um, for us uh, next week. And it's weird, man, uh, because I'm trying to play it cool. Like, it's not that much of a deal. Like, this doesn't affect me. Like, I'm not basically devastated from losing several years worth of my work. Uh, but, you know, talking with my wife about it, man, I can't help but feel, again, like this is a, a chance to do things differently. And so it's just so... So crazy uh, to be in this position. If you guys want to hear, you know, again, more about the wedding, more about my thought process on that matter, on all those things, join our exclusive membership program. I'm really trying to differentiate the content that I produce for you guys, uh, as well as the content that they are allowed access to. Uh, speaking of fan base, right, they have a feature inside of there, and I need to make a post about this. I wish I could post on my Instagram and let everybody know, but I'm going to make a post about this uh, to where if you join our fan base account, if you join our fan base subscription service, I'll give you a basically a half discount, a 50% discount on like the Patreon exclusive membership program. All right. So if you go through Patreon or if you go through fan base where they have like a one ninety nine or even three ninety nine, right? I'll do 50% on that for uh, or, or however low I can go on Patreon uh, to kind of match that. And the idea behind that is, again, to create exclusive content and differentiate the, the, the type of content that's made available to the public. The sad part is, is this is something that we didn't think about years ago. Uh, and so this is what we're doing now. And again, you guys are kind of hearing things week by week. That's why um, it, it is it is good to give it time and why it's also not you know, because people kind of want to know what's going on. We're a weekly pay or we're a daily page. We post hourly. People want to know what's going on and waiting week after week uh, for updates. is kind of dreadful in many ways. And so, like I said, just to kind of crystallize that, we'll know for sure what to do and which pathway we're going to take uh, next week whenever they supposedly lift the account suspension and we'll go from there. And there are backups. There are, all, there are alternatives. Uh, and it's just us having to get used to things. That's the situation. We're just going to have to get used to what we're doing. And uh, that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And so, yeah, without without crying too much, without spending too much time, that's just the way it goes. So, yeah, if you guys want to support this operation in the meantime, you can join our patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction exclusive membership program. Um, you get access to, again, episodes and stuff that I'm doing outside of that, random updates. You get access to our exclusive Telegram chat to where we can have, you know, biweekly meetings. 
check in on each other, see what's happening. Sometimes share scripture, uh, sometimes share news, sometimes share thoughts. If you guys want to get access to all that and more, join our patreon.com solution membership program. Now the website that is still going to take some time. Uh, The other day I was fiddling around with another service and it just wasn't working. We have to find a place that basically gives us like unlimited blog spaces, but I think we might be migrating towards uh, WordPress or even Blogspot or something like that. Uh, but we had to find a place that gives us basically unlimited abilities to post articles and things like this. Uh, on top of that, we have to be able to enter whatever, whatever. If you guys want to know more about my thought processes and what we're doing and how we're moving forward, definitely join the patreon.com forward slash exclusive membership program or forward slash freedom faction exclusive membership program. We're doing a lot and we're doing everything we can. Uh, but without sounding like a broken record and getting into what is going on, let's look into the news real quick. Let's look into the news. You know, this is going to be a little bit of a grab, a grab bag of an episode. I have topics that I'd like to cover for you guys. And then there's actual, uh, there's, there's topics, there's news, there's all kinds of good stuff. This is going to be a good episode, or at least this will be a good transmission. So to speak, that's the idea. Never want to disappoint you guys. Okay. I think the best way to start this out is by saying, uh, in our last exclusive members meeting, I was talking with Lucas because he was listening to our, to to last week's podcast episode where I uh, was talking about Joseph Goebbels in my news blitz. I was talking about Joseph Goebbels Hitler, the Nazis, you know, how they had escaped to Argentina. I had briefly mentioned them. And then he followed up on the exclusive members meeting saying, hey, you know, could you could you could you ask a little bit? Could you tell me a little bit more about this? Could you tell me a little bit more about the Nazis, about, uh, you know, Hitler moving to uh, uh, to Argentina, you know, the Nazis escaping to South America, things like Project Paperclip. Uh, Nazis coming into America. Could you could you spend a little bit more time on that instead of taking the time of just kind of mentioning it in, in a news blitz? It was an article that came out on Signs of the Time last week, um, and we were asked to speak on it. And it was just so crazy, and I think it was the best way for me to kind of get into things this week. You know, the occultism, the brainwashing, the mind control, the trauma-based mind control, and when talking with uh, one of the exclusive members, Lucas, you know, I had mentioned Russ Dizdar, who is basically he, he doesn't classify himself as an exorcist, but he definitely helps deliver people uh, from their spiritual bondage, so to speak. And I talked about how Russ Dizdar. He's been doing this for like almost 30 plus years, right? 30, 30 plus years, my, basically, basically my entire life uh, running around. America and the the entire world trying to track down like this secret Nazi occult underground uh, uh, religion, basically. And so whenever I described it to Lucas this way, this is just my way of trying to catch you guys up. I'll I'll for sure go over this like in a more glossed fashion as we continue on. Uh, But I'm saying, you know, what Russ Dizdar was looking into is basically a a continuation of Operation Paperclip, a project, a, a project paperclip of the MKUltra and everything else like that. 
you know, because when you listen to some of the stories and some of the stuff that Russ has done over the years, he talks about how some of the people he has helped deliver from this, 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 this dark Nazi occultic cult, uh, they talk about being in underground facilities underneath like the spell that they're on, because another thing Russ Distar talks about is split multiples and how these people, his, his, his way of describing like MK ultra mind control, split multiple, multiple personality disorder to where these, 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 these people are literally vessels for multiple personalities. You have your assassin personality. You have uh, your, your, your summoner, uh, personality. You also have your sex kitten personality. You also have your public personality. And again, this all comes from trauma-based mind control, breaking down an individual's will and then putting them into basically a trance and then brainwashing them. And so Russ Dizdar talks about this, literally recovering fractured personalities and trying to make them whole again. But one of the things that he talks about discovering with these people uh, is the fact that they, 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 that they have deep memories of being in underground underground bunkers uh, talking about being the soldiers for the Antichrist. And he writes about this, too, in his book, The Black Awakening, Rise of the Satanic Super Soldier. And so one of the reasons I'm talking about this at the start of the show is to really show you that we are in a very, very crazy and preordained time. And so when you see people out there getting crazy, uh, getting wild, losing their mind, this was all done by design. Like we have definitely been socially engineered. I'll be talking a little bit more about that. I'll get through this story and then I'll talk to you guys about these topics. Uh, you know, but 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 back to Russ Dizdar, back to the split multiples, back to these 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 satanic super soldiers in the Black Awakening, right? That is the Black Awakening. Whenever these people who are still walking around us today, uh, already fractured, already you know split multiples already vessels for like the antichrist this is what's talked about you know with 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 all these recovered personalities they're awaiting the moment for their uh for 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 their antichrist to show up on the scene uh and for them to awaken and we've been talking about it you know throughout the entirety of the pandemic how as they tell us to put the masks on they take their masks off you know we see that we see them for who they truly are uh that we're looking, we're looking past 2020, we're looking into 2021, we see with clear vision now, right? We can see these things. Uh, there are people who have personalities buried within them who are waiting for a dark awakening to take place uh, so that they can rise to power. There is, no, there is really nothing else to say about it. And so what I'm going to be talking about here with you guys again is wokeism, the new Pharisees, the social engineering that's taking place the psychological warfare that's taking place, uh, the spiritual warfare that's taking place and more, and just how, 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 how casually we're just going into this time period. And so whenever I was talking with Lucas about it at the end of the show, I was hoping that he would join us this week to talk about that or go do his research and then jump in and, 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 and keep us up to date with what he's, he's talked about uh, because it's very real. And the reason I say that too, not because of any particular articles or news or anything that will pop up right now uh, that we're covering, but that uh, we have to understand. And I remember talking about this with Craig Fitzgerald, uh, that we are dealing with the grandchildren of some of the people from the satanic panic of the 80s uh, and people from the hippie movement as well. well. Basically, we're dealing with those grandkids, right, to where they accept some of these darker occult realities to where they practice some of these darker things 
I had wanted to get in this just the other week. Let me see if I can pull it up here for you guys. I have an article. And uh, thank gosh I was able to grab it. But, um, yeah, right here. Let me go ahead and get this up for you, gang. I'll go ahead and read a little bit of this. Uh, but it says, growing number of Gen Z and millennials are seeking spiritual guidance and tarot cards in the occult. This comes from End Times Headlines, and they put this up April 30th. And so the reason why I'm just starting in talking about occultism, Nazis, you know, all this stuff is because people don't really understand how dark things are and how broken people have become. I'll do the news blitz. We'll get into the news and get all into that here shortly. But I kind of wanted to catch you guys up with what we were talking about behind the scenes. Let me read this a little bit and then we'll continue on. Like I said, they put this up April 30th over there in Times Headlines. It says growing number of Gen Z and millennials are seeking spiritual guidance and tarot cards in the occult. It says a new report is revealing that a growing number of Gen Z and millennials have turned to the new age and the occult for, quote, spiritual guidance as the interest in these practices has risen along with spiritual hunger during the C-19 pandemic. Religion News recently revealed that some Christians and non-believers are turning to alternative or, quote, new age beliefs for answers to their questions rather than going to the Bible for their answers. Sadly, this also includes turning to Eastern religious ideas of reincarnation, astrology, psychics, and the presence of spiritual energy in physical objects like mountains. However, this isn't something that has taken place overnight. As Pew Research has revealed, it's been a growing trend for the past few years. The details of the report revealed that the, during the oppression of the pandemic, tarot cards were, was rise, the use, tarot card use was rising steadily, and that many are spiritual seekers that are dabbling in more darkness rather than seeking the light of the world for guidance and direction. CBN News stated that Candace Apple, who is the owner of the Atlanta-based, quote, metaphysical store Phoenix and Dragon, said that there's been a growing focus on different kits and card decks, along with, quote, popular new aesthetics. Quote, the surge in sales is definitely fueled by the 18 to 25-year-olds searching for their spiritual path and answers to the, to the challenges they are facing in an uncertain world, she said. This is to be expected among non-believers, but the fact that many Christians are turning away from the word of God to darkness is definitely an alarming sign. The Bible clearly warns against such practices. It has scripture right here, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 18, verse, uh, verses 10 through 11. It says, quote, there shall be found among you, there shall not be found among you anyone who makes his own, makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire, one who uses divination, one who practices witchcraft, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who casts a spell, or a medium, or a spiritualist, or one who calls up the dead. And the next one it has uh, says that uh, from Leviticus chapter 19, verse 26, warns that, quote, you should not eat anything with blood, nor practice divination or soothsaying. The author goes on saying that I have always said that the world is searching for answers, but many have the wrong phone number. That is where we as believers have the responsibility to guide them and to the truth and to the light. And then it finishes out right here with the, a verse from Matthew chapter 5, where it says, You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its favor... How shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled upon underfoot by men. 
Quote, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket or on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew chapter 5, verses 13 through 16. We have a broken political system that's putting people in debt. Feckless politicians that don't represent us, right? I say it, we say it here on the, t- on the show all the time, how there is not a spiritual solution to a spirit. To, uh, there's not a, a political solution to a spiritual problem. Things are bad. I don't think anybody would disagree. And I think they're going to get worse. But I'm sure you're wondering, how do we get from talking about Nazis, MKUltra, uh, brainwashing, the Order of the Black Flame, you know, the Black Awakening, all this darkness to occultism to our economy being bad? How do we get there? It's a gradual process. I'm reading this book right now. And it's basically like a haunting. Basically talks about how this girl's going through a possession. Um, But it's a gradual leading up to everything. Uh, First, the actual haunting and then the actual possession that takes place. Uh, And I talked about this, too. And Michael Snyder wrote an article about it as well. And asking the question, why is demonic possession becoming like increasingly common in society? Because look at the economic conditions. A couple of years ago, when we talked about the evolution of warfare, hybrid warfare, how it's not only uh, psychological, it's spiritual, it's emotional, it's financial, it's legal, right? All these things eventually break down your willpower, break down your barrier. They take down your shield of protection. And then they let the darkness in. I was talking about this just the other day. We unfortunately do not have a culture, right, that promotes dignity. That promotes respect, that promotes responsibility, accountability, any of this type of stuff. Unfortunately, we have a culture that promotes hedonism, degeneracy, decadence, immorality, and so much more. That's why the country's going to crap. Remember a couple years ago, I told you guys, if nobody wants to, if, if, if man, if men don't want to be men, women don't want to be women, and nobody wants to work, what in God's name do you think is going to happen? Things are going to fall off the rails. The bottom has fallen out. And this is, again, all done by design. This is a planned collapse. And the idea is to get you to abdicate your humanity. We talked about this, too, just the other week. And I'm not sure if it was with you guys or if it was with the exclusive members. Where they're turning us into beast men. They're not turning us into God men. Uh, it was another thing I got into with Lucas, how uh, how we're beginning to see these very same characteristics today and how we had adopted the Nazi ideology. We're not becoming God men. They're turning us into beast men. And this is also done by design because they believe that by collapsing society, they can bring forth the new man. This is transhumanism. But is this not the same thing as Hitler's Ubermenschen? The super, the, the Superman's the Ubermenschen? Again, here we go with the super soldier principality to where in our current incarnation we're incapable but through science and technology transhumanism they can make a better man this is again the age-old lie of the devil 
know that ye are not of God. Don't know not that ye are gods. It's an age-old lie being repeated, to where they again get us to advocate who we are for this false image. It's 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 a very dark and twisted thing these days. What we talk about, uh, and that's why I came into here talking about like the spiritual warfare aspect, how we are being affected, how this does break down like our willpower, how it does break down uh, our soul, and that's the plan to make it seem as if it is hopeless. To make it seem as if there is no solution, uh, as if it is, as if the only way forward for us is to just throw in the towel and say, "Oh well, shucks, that's it." Well, that's not the case because I'm telling you. <laughs> Better yet, I'll, I'll, I'll put it to you this way, without all the fanfare, and then I'll, I'll use this as a pivot to get into uh, the news and such. I was on a walk earlier this morning by the river with my pregnant wife, and I thought to myself, "Shucks." What kind of lessons am I going to pass down to my baby girl? I know. And I might actually do this. I hope to God I do this or I remember to do this. I have all these notes for all these shows. But I told her, what if I make a little booklet and every little life lesson I learn, I'll write in the booklet for my baby. And whenever she becomes of age, if I remember to have the book, keep the book for that many years, I'll give her the book and I'll say, baby, here you go. Here are Padre's lessons. And Padre's lesson number one is you got to learn to make fun. You have to learn to make your own fun. Trust me, you're going to find more than enough things to be upset about, more than enough things to stress about, more than enough things to get upset about. But you know what? You've got to learn to find the sunshine in the rain. You've got to learn to make fun. That's how all this works. And so it's not hopeless. And if enough of us to get together and push back against this, we can create hope not only for ourselves, but for those that come after. But the only way that we can have hope is to know the problem and to look it dead in the face, confront the problems and say, OK, this is what I can do and admit our limitations so that we can overcome them so that we can work with others and improve. And I think that would be a great way for me to pivot into getting into the news with you good people. So let's get into our May 4th edition of the news blitz. May 4th edition of the, how should I say this? Like the news blitz version, the news blitz edition, the news blitz edition of what you call it of the crew cast. Yeah. The News Blitz edition of the Crewcast, <laughs> May 4th edition. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. No doubt. No doubt. Look at this right here. Summer 2021 is going to be abnormally violent as murders continue to rise. Oh, wow. This comes from Summit.News. Let's go ahead and get into this. Here it is. More, more, more of that black awakening. More of that darkness. But defund the police. Am I right? This comes from Summit.News. It's by Paul Joseph Watson. They put this up May 4th. It says summer 2021 is shaping up to be, quote, abnormally violent. According to one expert, as data, as data shows, murder continues to rise in, Amer in major American cities and the threat of more riots looms large. According to John Roman, a senior, a senior fellow at the Economics, Justice and Society Group at NORC at the University of Chicago, the disruption of routine activities, thanks to COVID lockdowns and the further loss of faith in the police, will lead to more violent disorder. 
Let me pause right there because I would have to agree. There's no clubs. It's a blessing that I was able to get married in a climate like this. There's no clubs, right? There's no events. There's nowhere for people to effectively let off stress, to uh, engage in relaxation, right? And so they take to the streets. I mean, shucks. I, if I got kicked off social media, I would go out there and act a straight fool on the internet and in, in, in real world too. Uh, but that's what I'm saying because the, 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 the current political climate, because of where people's are at, heads are at the socioeconomic climate, the sociocultural climate, the sociopolitical climate, because of where we are at right now in this great reset, the paradigm shift, we're seeing some violent crap get dug up on and, and brought to the surface and it's not good. And so they're using, again, these riots as a cover for the collapse of the economy. Let me get back into this article. It says, quote, summer 2021 is going to be abnormally violent and summer 2022 as well. It was it is the new normal, writes Roman. He sees 2021 being a continuation of 2020, which, in addition to endless riots, saw a continued rise in homicides in numerous cities across the country. Quote. A sample of 37 cities with the data available for the first time for the first three months of 2021 collected by the crime analyst Jeff Asher indicates murders are up 18 percent over the same period in 2020, reports Axios. Quote, the continued increase comes a year after in which major U.S. cities experienced a 33 percent rise in homicides and 63 percent or, or, or in 63 of the 66 largest police jurisdictions saw an increase in at least one category of violent crime according to a report from the Major Cities Chief Association. So think about that. What they're saying, too, you got the defund the police movement going on, more violent attacks taking place. You got the media fanning the flames, right? I talked about it just last week on the show with you guys, how out here, uh, APD, Albuquerque Police Department, had people literally walk off. They said, I'm quitting because of the lack of morale, the lack of communication, and the lack of just like, involvement within their community. There was a protest out here and uh, well, there was a, they, 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 they wrongfully detained somebody that they thought was a proud boy. And that caused a huge confusion and a ruckus, not only at the, at, at the protest, uh, but within the ranks of the police officers that were attending. And so they, they just left. This is just one incident here. Uh, I have a, we didn't, we, we didn't pull it up for you guys. You might be seeing it on your newsfeed, uh, but there is a woman saying you're a Mexican, you're never going to be a white person, you're a murderer to a police officer. And so I'm not over here being like an apologist for police. We talk about the police state all the time, the jackboots of the state, these thugs that are going to come come, come get your guns. Uh, but again, this is a gradual erosion of law and order that's going to eventually promote more of this lawlessness. That's basically what I'm talking about right here. Uh, just the gradual indoctrination of lawlessness. There was an article that came out earlier this week, or I think sometime today, over on News Punch, maybe we'll get to it, maybe we won't. Uh, but it talks about basically how they're saying they want to abolish the FBI, they want to abolish the police. Uh, you got you got BLM trying to hold, it, it, hold hold the police hostage. I don't know, man. Like it's crazy. You're literally seeing the erosion of law and order and the promotion of lawlessness. Let's get back into this so we continue to move on. It says one of the main reasons our homicides are soaring is due to what used to be called quote the Ferguson effect and is now euphemistically called quote resourcing issues. In other words, 
cops are loath to go into high crime areas and get engaged in violent confrontations with criminals because they know that if they resort to violence, no matter how justified, their lives could be ruined after the fact by social media mobs and rigged jury trials like Derek Chauvin um, and many other cops, too. This is what happens when you have politically correct, political correctness, uh, social justice, virtue signaling and so much more. It says data shows that murders had sunk to a modern day low in 2014, but began to rise again in the years following the Michael Brown riots in Ferguson and other cities. And you guys kind of get the point from there. But let me let me let me let me use just that particular article as a way to pull back and say, where have we gotten to as a society and to a generation and a culture to where we just accept more and more violence, more and more destabilization? I think like what I'm trying to say is like think about the spirituality of our time frame right now. You know, like you have you you have Santa Muerte, like people that literally worship death coming through our border and doing like all kinds of crazy stuff. Like, again, we, we, we talked about it. Patrice Colors, one of the co-founders of BLM, uh, engaging in rituals, man. And don't even get me started on the whole uh, hex Trump phenomenon that took place, the magic resistance that's going on. Again, I'm just looking at our, our, our spirituality, our mindset, our soul, and just good God where we're at right now and what that means. Let me play for you guys, or let me pull up for you guys real quick a clip that I played on our uh, on our uh, exclusive membership meeting. Again, this just shows you where we're at. Uh, this is a basically Antifa threatening <laughs> the Portland mayor, Ted Wheeler, saying that, listen, if you don't do what we say, we're going to burn down this city. And again, I, I told the exclusive members this, and I'm telling you guys this. I expected this. I was I have honestly been waiting for videos like this. I've been waiting for kidnapping videos. I've been waiting for uh, kidnapping videos, uh, kidnapping videos, hostage videos, uh, terrorist threats, demands, stuff like that. I'm waiting for us all to one day just see like a massive video clip of of either Antifa or Black Lives Matter or an anonymous type situation. Uh, to where they basically say, hey, give us what we want or we're going to burn X, Y, and Z down. And we are in those days. Make no mistake about it. We are for sure in those days. Uh, but here, let me see if I can pull this up for you guys and then we'll continue on from there. I think hopefully the clip might be attached to it. Um, nope, the clip is not. We'll, we'll have to go to the Twitter possibly. But I'll read the article for you guys while we try to get that clip up. But it says Antifa terrorists issue direct physical threat to Portland mayor saying resign or else. And this comes uh, after. Oh, it's unavailable. Great. It's unavailable. This comes after he's basically saying we're going to call it quits for all this. This 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 is riding you guys are doing. Uh, but this comes from Brock Simmons of the Gateway Pundit. They put this up April 30th. It says emboldened and encouraged by local leadership for the better part of the last five years, Antifa militants in Portland have now ramped up their terroristic efforts and have issued a direct threat and ultimatum to Vichy, quote, Mayor Ted Wheeler via a video posted on Twitter, ordering him to resign or else widespread destruction and bloodshed will enrapture the city. And so they took the video down. It's kind of smart of them. I mean, you kind of are, you know. 
you kind of are threatening a uh, unelected official. I could see I could kind of see how that would be a problem. Um, but we're going to try to see if we can get this clip up here for you guys, because this type of stuff is important and we do need to talk about it. But let's see if we can get it up for you guys. So we'll stop that. Bing, bang, boom. See if we can share this Telegram thing with you guys. Um, I hope this plays. Here is Antifa basically threatening the the uh, Portland mayor, Ted Wheeler. Okay, so I'm being told that uh, I'm being told that you guys can't hear that, which is not good because I uh, I want you guys to be able to hear that. So we are going to figure out how to get this clip up here uh, because that is essential. Yeah, no, we need we need to get clips of them basically threatening the mayor. I know that sounds wild, um, but we need to be able to have this stuff up here for you know for record keeping purposes. Um, I could, I could read it to you guys that might help pass the time. Cause I don't want to spend too much on this. Uh, but again, we do need to kind of get this stuff on record and who knows, we might just do it next week or we might do it for the podcast this week. Um, but again, I just, again, I just, I just think it's crazy that here we are, we're having people who have been emboldened by such not necessarily crime, with such chaos, lawlessness, right? Like what we were talking about earlier, uh, to where they will just come right out and threaten elected officials. You know, it doesn't matter. Um, and they might not get to Ted Wheeler. That's that's great, right? But who will they get? Who are they going to come after next? Right? We covered it just like with the Derek Chauvin trial or or, or just uh, just the other week. Gosh, I forget the, the officer's name. Duante Wright. Whenever those officers killed Duante Wright, they literally kept the uh, they put the officer that was basically in violation of that. They, they, they put her on protective duty. And we played the clip for you guys, too, where they literally said, hey, we're going to come to your house. We're going to figure out your address. We're going to murder you. We're going to figure out where you live, what you do, what car you drive. We're going to figure out what who you are and we're going to kill you. Uh, we played clips for that just the other week, too. Um we have an article, once this video loads, I'll get it up here for you guys, but we have another article, too, of a Trump supporter that was able to infiltrate basically an Antifa encampment and saying, no, for sure, they have a list of politicians and Republicans, 
uh, police, politicians, and Republicans that they want to come after. And so let's play this quick clip for you guys of Antifa basically threatening uh, Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler. And then we'll get into that article right afterwards. Hello, we come to you as a small collective from within the anarchist and anti-fascist community. We do not speak for the whole, as each individual may carry different ideologies and beliefs about how things could, should, or will be accomplished. We hope with this message to simply convey a few points that are commonly agreed upon within this community. The mayor of this city is undeserving of his position. He has made it abundantly clear that windows to him are more important than human lives. But we are not just challenging the idea of having Ted as a mayor. We are challenging the idea of having mayors at all. We want abolition. Abolition is absolute. If peaceful marches, speeches, and voting were enough to bring about that goal, then we would have already been there. Window smashing and riots are a necessary escalation when those in power have proven that they are unwilling to listen and have made the choice to ignore you. We are moving with a sense of urgency because not only is the system destroying us, it's destroying the very planet that we live on. This movement encompasses the liberation of all those oppressed by the system, whether it be black, indigenous, Hispanic, etc. Nobody owns this movement, and wanting to or trying to claim ownership of this movement just leads to more division, which is counterproductive to all of our goals. We are on the same side, though. And the more time we spend fighting each other, the less energy we have to fight the true enemy. So let's start local with our own city's failed leadership. Ted, we are asking for the last time that you resign. If you ignore this message outright, the destruction to your precious way of life is going to escalate. Blood is already on your hands, Ted. But next time, it may just be your own. <laughs> there you have it. Antifa, anonymous style threats from Antifa to Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler. Uh, and again, you can call this the Black Awakening. You can call this civil unrest. You can call this destabilization. Uh, but they're outright telling you what their plan is, what their intentions are, and uh, how it's going to go. Again, like I literally only got into one article. I didn't even do like the news blitz. And there's so many different things I could touch on with this. Let me touch on this article real quick, and then we'll get back into the new bl news blitz if we can. Uh, but right here, what I was saying, Trump supporters, Trump supporter infiltrates Antifa in Northern California, finds their hit list of police and Republicans. This is an article by Jim Hoft, the Gateway Pundit. They put this up April 30th, and it says a Trump supporter in, North, in Northern California infiltrated the local violent Antifa movement, a highly organized terrorist organization. The, or the infiltrator was able to record phone messages and capture text messages where the members spoke openly about killing police and targeting local Republicans. This Antifa group was responsible for the bloody attack on the former or the for, a former home of Officer Broad, uh, who testified to the defense of Derek Chauvin in trial. So we're going to play this and then we'll continue on from there. Former Santa Rosa police. Former Santa Rosa police officer Barry Broad testified as a use of force expert in the George Floyd trial, defending the actions of Derek Chauvin. Derek Chauvin was justified. Four days later, masked figures in black threw a severed pig's head and pig's blood at the house where Broad used to live in West Santa Rosa. I know that the victims in this case feel threatened um, uh, and they don't feel safe in their home. 
Broad hasn't lived there for more than a year. A short time later, police suspect the same group covered the hand statue in a nearby shopping plaza with blood, posting a sign, oink, oink. The I-team is getting possible new insight into that attack and other recent acts of vandalism from a Sonoma County business owner and Trump supporter who infiltrated a group of anti-fascist activists. I saw that they were here. I read their manifesto and I could tell that they were a threat to the community. Somebody needed to do something about this. The manifesto posted online for SOCO, Sonoma County Radical Action, or SRA, says, Do not hesitate. Do not wait. The brick in the street is meant to be thrown. The paint in the can is meant to be sprayed. The cop in your head is meant to be killed. The Trump supporter was able to join the group that communicates through the encrypted messaging app Wicker. And you express that you're of a like opinion. Oh, yeah. It's, you said comrade. You know, I, I want to uh, smash the system the same as you. You know, make them not feel alone, because that's what they really want to hear, to know that there's more people like them. He saved messages, documents, and recordings of their meetings. The I-team has learned the group's leader, who goes by the screen name Marb, is a 25-year-old college student who was arrested for felony assault on a police officer last year at this Oakland riot after the death of George Floyd. The district attorney declined to file charges. The Trump supporter says he made this recording in March when Marb discussed naming the group Soco Antifa. It was originally Soko Antifa, mm -hmm. and people didn't like that. People no. didn't like that we called ourselves Antifa. Um, well, more than that, they were like, we're going to get on the FBI watch list. Remember? Yeah. They apparently have an eye out for that. Marb also talked about that same hand statue being vandalized on other occasions. Did someone use dentals, you know? <laughs> nope. Freehand. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it was actually a lot easier for this situation. So this is the list here. The infiltrator tells me he copied what the group calls its target list. People they want to dox, to publish their private information, their addresses and phone numbers, to surveil them for possible vandalism. After his testimony, they placed Barry Broad at the top of the list, and within an hour of the attack on his former house, Marb is back on Wicker at 3.48 a.m. telling the group, Hey, y'all, late notice, but some comrades took action at a house owned by Barry Broad, and if someone could swing by in the morning and get pictures, our comrades would be very grateful. The target list also includes the head of the deputy sheriff's union, what they call killer deputies, officers involved in fatal confrontations, and Trump supporters, including Sandy Metzger. And I really came out strongly against Antifa and BLM. Metzger heads the Santa Rosa Republican Women Federated. And I broke the news that her name appears on the group's target list. It's an obvious question, but does that concern you? It does concern me a little bit, but that's not going to stop me from speaking out. Somebody has to speak out. The recordings show the group has already checked out Metzger's house. <laughs> we went we went to Sandy Metzger's yeah, house. Yeah, <laughs> we have went to Sandy Metzger's house, but it was too late at night to do any real observing. Um, we just wanted to see where it was. The place is huge. On that same recording, so there appears it. to discuss plans for this Saturday, May 1st. I think it would be sick to organize something a little more extreme for... National Workers Day. There it's difficult it. to tell if this next clip is a twisted joke or a serious proposal. It's May Day, baby. It's like, Day. come out and take take something over with us. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, they don't know. Let's kill people. All right. Well, there you go. There you go. So you can call this, you could call this, you know, the Black Awakening. You could call this civil unrest. You could call this. Uh, whatever you like, but there you have them gleefully taking joy 
uh, in the fact that they're stalking people, that they're putting their names on lists, that they're publicly coming after them. And this is just the flavor of the day. These kids think that they're having the greatest time, you know, terrorizing people and really getting into it. So really, really, really getting into get into character, man. Like that was only one article that we got into on how uh, summer 2021 is going to be abnormally violent as murders continue. And so what kind of spirit do you think these people are tied into? They're literally having fun thinking about stalking an old woman, terrorizing people, taking stuff over, burning stuff down. What is this? Right here, another one from, from, from Drudge Report feed. Startling surge in L.A. bloodshed as COVID fades. Yeah, because that's what they're doing. The idea is to demoralize you. The idea is to terrify you, to fear you. Like that, that, that's the crazy thing. I saw a video clip just the other day of somebody in a somebody like at a at a at a restaurant or at a at a convenience store, right? They're at a convenience store and somebody had asked them to wear a mask. The dude came back like with a hatchet and he literally hatcheted the entire store down. Like just hatcheted it. Like the the cash register, the tabletop, uh the doors, the walls, uh yeah. The, the, the place where you keep the sodas, the, the, the place where they have like the little candies and everything. And this is all because somebody asked him to wear a mask. But again, this is that spirit. This is what happens whenever they try to make us into beast men, uh, more bestial creatures, more carnal creatures instead of godly. We become more fleshly. We give into our desires. We become more carnal. Uh, we, 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 we give into our urges and our impulses. And it's bad. And we react negatively. And so, yes, there's going to be a lot more bloodshed. I can assure you. Uh, let's get back into the news blitz. <laughs> I'm saying, man, insanity. It's getting crazy out there. Uh, let's continue on. Let's continue on. Uh, Biden administration to use excuse of, quote, third party extremism to spy on everyone. If you guys didn't hear about that, he's going to be using uh, basically third party services to spy on you. So any of those apps that you use in conjunction with your primary apps, they're going to use those to spy on you. Uh, like what we talked about just the other week, where you're going to have to have like uh, facial recognition software on fed on FedBook, right? You're going to have to use your actual credentials. Your, your, your legit information to get in there. Crazy. Right here, video, Antifa militant jumps on car's hood as fellow comrades close in. So the driver, reportedly an elderly man, hits the gas. You know, just because we were talking about Antifa, I feel like we have to play this. Let's see if we can find the clip. I think it might be over there on Twitter. Yeah, uh, for Dave Urbanski. That the blaze, they put this up May 4th. Left-wing militants posing as protesters are an eccentric bunch, to put it mildly, particularly when they assemble to block vehicle traffic on freeways and street-level intersections. To borrow a common phrase, they think they own the road. And then it goes on saying that surveillance video caught the moment when a motorist came upon a group of about 20 black-clad Antifa militants forming a complete blockade of a Seattle intersection just before 11 p.m. Saturday night. And I think what we will see is how this how this old man was not about it. 
and ran them over. Okay, so the video is over here on Twitter. Let me see if I pull this up for you guys. We'll get like a little bit of a laugh, and then we'll get back into things. Yeah, what's crazy is I didn't even tell you guys about all these topics I have written down here. Uh, we just got straight into the insanity. But let's let's play this clip for you guys, and then we'll continue on from there. Here is Antifa uh, trying to create a, a, a street blockade. That's crazy. And this video doesn't, I don't think it has sound. So we'll uh, we'll just kind of narrate it step by step. And so you have Antifa basically practicing their autonomous zone uh, where they've essentially blocked off an entire area of street again uh, with this blockade that they're saying. You have to understand some of this too is a, it's initiation. And so you've got cars pulling up. Uh, one car kind of pivots to the side. Uh, in the back there, another car kind of begins to pivot and leave. You have some people actually, you know, leaving the the area. Uh, the elderly man, it seems like he's breached breached their perimeter. He drove through them. One person threw themselves on top of the car. Uh, and so now you see the little blockade get disorganized. The elderly man literally drives through uh, with the Antifa militant on, on, on the car. And so now he's got the entire squad chasing after him. And there goes their little perimeter blockade thing they're doing. And so that was that. That was that. So they're doing stuff like this every night. And when we talked at the start of the season about things like uh, autonomous zones, breakaway civilizations, uh, we've been speaking more so about it here recently on the show, uh, the fracturing of society, the partitioning of civilization, things like this. This is it as well. Uh, when they're literally practicing blocking off parts of their neighborhood, parts of the street, like this, they're not doing this just to be like targets. They're doing this again for initiation to build up like the determination, the, the mindset, the willpower. Uh, they're, 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 cre they're creating patrol areas, centers, things like this. They're claiming turf when they do this. Let me get into another news blitz item and then I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll read you guys some of the topics I have. Oh, man. Uh, content moderation. Facebook's new campaign should have free speech advocates freaking out. Content modification. It's getting kind of crazy. You know, situations like that make me grateful that we're kind of in the predicament we are in with the page. Because I can foresee a lot of a lot of things changing going forward. You know, a lot of people have been coming out lately talking about how they were influencers. They were social media influencers that got reached out to by companies to, you know, promote the propaganda. And guess what? They took off people that were not. And so it's going to, you're, you're, if you operate on these platforms, it's going to come with a requirement. They're, they're already going to modify your speech, no doubt. And they're going to for sure curate content. It, 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 it'll be very interesting going forward. Uh, but moving on, moving on. Skyrocketing lumber prices have increased the average price of a new home by $35,872 in a single year. This comes from the Activist Post. Uh, a buddy of mine who's been building his house from scratch can attest to this. He pointed this out. Um, 
he told me, you know, EJ, he's like, Oh my God, the price of wood, the price of sheep, the sheetrock and all this stuff, man, it's, it's, it's adding up on my house. It's adding up. Uh, inflation is a son of a gun. Shortages are a real thing as well. Here's another uh, Black Awakening article taking place. Germany brutalized as far-right crimes hit record levels. I wonder what they mean by far-right crimes. That would be a very interesting article, I'm sure, to read. Is it the hostage situations? Is it the kidnappings? Just the other week, we had talked about how uh, France, how there were people in France that kidnapped their boss and held them hostage, right? Because of trade deals that were taking place. They kidnapped their boss. These people just want to work. I'm telling you, we are seeing things change. Common sense. Florida Governor DeSantis eliminates remaining local COVID-19 restrictions. I think we may actually have a clip for you guys. I think we'll save that for the actual podcast uh, later on this week. But again, just common sense. We're in the middle of frickin' spring a year later. Do we need to be doing all of this? You tell me. You tell me. Uh, Let's move on. Saw a very interesting article right here. Uh, Top secret U.S. intelligence study concluded that C-19 could have leaked from a Chinese lab. The sky is blue. The sky is blue. Let me read this. this, uh, Let me read a little bit of this right here, and then we'll continue on. Or I'll just read this article headline. It says, doctors warn shots killing large numbers of people. The FDA and Big Pharma are covered up covering up the jab and effectiveness provides the public with outpatient treatment video. Yeah. The jabs are killing people. Do not get the jab unless you want to suffer some type of adverse or anomalous type of reaction. Uh, do not do that. If we go over to uh, health impact news, they talk about how there's been 3,840 deaths 118,902 injuries following the C-19 injections. And now children, unfortunately, are being reported as dying due to the C-19 vaccine. What in God's name is in that? I'm going to play for you guys real quick a clip clip or a quick uh, video that came out the other day. And then we're going to take a break after it. Maybe we'll talk about uh, some of these topics. Maybe we'll have guests on the other side, uh, but it talks about vaccine shedding. Now, this is something that is disgusting and scary to me uh, because it talks about and confirms everything I've been saying, unfortunately, in relation to the vaccine and more uh, that when they inject these people with these experimental vaccines, these uh, experimental gene therapies, right, that they're putting these viruses inside of them and then turning their bodies into these biological weapons manufacturing centers and then to where they're shedding the actual virus uh, that's been injected into them. It's a very, very sketchy situation. Uh, But let's play this quick clip from Greg Reese over there at Band.Video where it talks about this, and we'll take a break and continue on from there. But here is uh, vaccine vaccine shedding causing miscarriages and blood clots in unvaccinated females. According to a... 
recent Israeli study Israeli study, Pfizer's vaccine is 40 times more deadly for old people than the actual COVID-19 virus. And deaths began skyrocketing in Vietnam and Cambodia once the vaccine was administered to the public. By all accounts, the cure and experimental mRNA gene therapy is far deadlier than the so-called asymptomatic disease. Buffering, rebuffering. Then we're still buffering. I don't know why. A gene therapy is far deadlier than the so called asymptomatic disease. And the buffering continues, okay? Um, that's not cool, first and foremost, especially whenever it's something so serious. Let's see if we can try to clear up a couple things for the browser, because again, this is a, this, this is important. All of this is important. And this is a fantastic report that talks about so much that we need to get it on record. And a gene therapy is far Great. Great. Awesome. So what we're going to do is uh, not that. We're going to try that one more time. If this wants to be a little bit fickle, we'll hang that refresh button right quick and try that one more time. Again, this is a vaccine shedding causing miscarriages and blood clots in unvaccinated females. Again, the vaccine is causing the problems. According to a recent Israeli study, Pfizer's vaccine is 40 times more deadly for old people than the actual COVID-19 virus. And deaths began skyrocketing in Vietnam and Cambodia once the vaccine was administered to the public. By all accounts, the cure and experimental mRNA gene therapy is far deadlier than the so-called asymptomatic disease, which amounts to the common cold. Despite the fact that the U.S. federal government deliberately poisoned the alcohol supply during prohibition, killing at least 10,000 people, infected thousands of children with the polio vaccine in 1955, leaving hundreds with paralysis and killing almost a dozen infected millions of Americans with simian virus from contaminated polio vaccines, and aggressively pushed highly addictive opioids on Americans while diligently securing the Afghan poppy fields with our U.S. troops. Despite a dreadful history of death, injury, and lies, millions of people are somehow willing to line up for the latest experimental shot from Big Pharma. But not only is the vaccine causing death and injury to the vaccinated, the vaccinated seem to be shedding something terrible to the unvaccinated. And Big Brother does not want you to know about it. If you Google search mRNA vaccine shedding, all you will find are articles claiming that such a thing is a conspiracy theory. 
as if we are all stupid. But if you specify for anything published prior to, say, 2017, you will find a different story. Right at the top, studies show that vaccinated individuals spread disease, sources several scientific studies showing how vaccinated individuals can shed the virus for months. Buffering. Still. And again. Okay. We're, 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 we're just going to keep buffering. Vaccinated. She was inundated with hundreds of messages from other women who have experienced the same. Her account has been deleted several times by Instagram for sharing these stories. Women who have bled for weeks after being in contact with the vaccinated. Women bleeding from their eyes. Women who have bled so badly they needed blood transfusions. Several women having miscarriages. And girls as young as one year old bleeding from their vaginas. These personal accounts are banned and censored from the public. And now President Joe Biden is announcing that fully vaccinated people can go outdoors without a mask. It seems that the worst is yet to come. For Infowars.com, this is Greg Reese. Good work, Greg Reese. Good work. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about some of these topics that I have written down for you guys. Uh, Again, social stratification, America turning into a war zone, uh, wokeism, the new Pharisees, globalism and communism being described as a democracy. The new normal, the new world order, and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom. And we'll be right back right after this. Members of Senate and Council, faculty, ladies and gentlemen, it is a great pleasure to stand here and to be bestowed with this uh, honorary doctorate. And the dead Isle of Berrien has been foiled. My latest, let's say, intellectual product was. Uh, the conceptualizing of the first industrial revolution and uh, some people would say this revolution is characterized by the fight of robots against human beings and we will win this fight if we really remember ourselves all the time And the question is, how are we going to really almost deprogram these people who have signed up for the cult of Trump? Because they've been brainwashed. We really need camps for adults that you all run. I mean, really. All of America needs the programming. My resolve 
has never been stronger. Now, a rise of political extremism, white supremacy, domestic terrorism that we must confront and we will defeat. So thank you again for giving me this honor. Uh, it will be a day I will not forget. In order to ensure the security and continuing stability, the Republic will be reorganized into the first galactic empire for a safe and secure society. In our efforts since 1990, we could contribute to the integration of Lithuania into the European family, but also through many activities into the global affairs. So this is how liberty dies, with thunderous applause. In a world where secret powers are at play, where nothing is as it seems, one brand of clothing gives Crusaders of Truth a voice. One brand in the fight against terror, deceit, and destruction. We are not merchants of fear. We are not a parody of free thinkers. It was almost like they ignored it because they wanted it to happen. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat. This season, get ready to awaken the masses. Forget the politicians. Politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. Forbidden clothes. Because if you know, you know. Understand what's going on around you. You are in a state of war, and you have precious little time to save yourself. It's a slow process, which we call active measures. The first stage being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. The next stage is destabilization. What matters is essentials. Economy, foreign relations, defense systems. The next stage is crisis. With a violent change of power, structure and economy, period of normalization. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C., who will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfilled or not.
the time bomb is ticking. With every second, the disaster is coming closer and closer. The danger is real. And we're back. Just like that. Welcome back to the May 4th edition of this week's Crewcast. I am your host, Noise Era Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And the sad truth of the matter is, team, is uh, I think that it's going to be just me and you rocking for quite some time. I think because people have been so habituated to us showing up every Tuesday on Instagram Live, they didn't get the memo that uh, we're not there. And I think that uh, because we are such a powerhouse, they expect us to still be there in these chaotic times and just to pop up the way that we do. And so, unfortunately, I think it's just going to be me and you until they get the memo or until we know what to do next. And so that's why I say this is kind of like a it's not a filler episode. It's not fluff. These are important. If anything, these are the most critical episodes. Uh, But it's not our standard transmission that folks are used to. It's not Instagram Live. These are the crewcasts. With that being said, let's go ahead and start this segment. Now, I'm going to try to do a news blitz, a proper news blitz, and just like read through as many of these as I can real quickly without getting up too upset and too involved. Uh, I know that's going to be impossible for me, but I figure I should tell you guys up front what I am trying to do. You know what? Here, here's, here's what I'll do instead of reading the news blitz. I'll read these topics to you, and then I'll get into the news. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, social stratification. Again, the fracturing of civilization, the partitioning of society, where we're literally seeing it not necessarily break apart, but 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 just just shake, just become in different segments, different different compartments, different. Uh, just just I'm not I'm not like a pie chart, right? but just different parts of society. Like the future is here. It just hasn't been equally distributed yet. Uh, and how the social, the social stratification leads credence to the social credit score system and how that will be used to create the perfect citizen. Uh, we talked about it just the other week with you good people, the stewards of the new normal, the rise of the rainbow children, the SJWs and so much more. And eventually how this leads toward, towards gamifying life where people actually engage in the social engineering for social for, for, for those social credits points. Uh, we had talked about it with you guys just the other week, how in China they're, they're having a 10 point social credit score reduction for improperly wearing the mask. And that's it right there. Uh, they will use our social media presence, our social credit score as the ability to keep us in check. You don't want to do business with somebody that has a bad social credit score, do you? Let me get back into some of these topics um, and how wokeism. This is something I had talked about with the uh, exclusive members, how wokeism is the new Pharisees, how this leads again, more credence towards the eradication of religion and the introduction of social slash moral relativism. Immorality, amor- immorality. Well, this might be good. This might be bad. Does it matter? 
right? The apathy, the spiritual apathy to where we have been broken down to a point to where we don't care what's happening to us as a society, uh, to what's happening as we're degrading and, and becoming decadent. You see, uh, we're worried about staying woke while the rest of the world is gearing up for a major conflict. Like we're having our behavior modified, society being engineered, and the rest of the world is gearing up for some type of major conflict. God knows only what. I read something earlier today where it said that Russia uh, it has control of the seas from like the US, from, from the North Pole to the South Pole. I'm not sure. I probably botched that headline, but you get what I'm saying. And again, how all these wars and conflicts will lead us into a new dark age. That's the point. To exhaust us. And again, how globalism and communism are being disguised as democracy. This is what Joe Biden's entire presidency is. You know, Hillary Clinton came out just the other day uh, advocating, giving Joe Biden a grade A for uh, utilizing the federal government, really whipping them into shape, I think is something that she said. But let's get into these articles real quick, and I'll see if I can try to find that clip uh, somewhere throughout it. Again, this is the May 4th edition of the Crewcast. We are doing our news blitz to give you your news and more. Uh, man, I'm telling you, life is getting crazy out there. It's so crazy because I have like topics and things I want to talk to you guys about, but things are just moving at such an increasing rate. Uh, you kind of have to you have to know what story is being talked about for this all to kind of make sense. That's why we talk about Agenda 21. That's why we talk about Agenda 2030, Agenda 2050. We need to do more of an updated version on Rex 84 and Codex Alimentarius, uh, FEMA districts, re FEMA regions, and things like this. At the start of the season, if you guys have been rocking with us since then, we talked again about the Civil War concept and how that, too, is the breakaway, the, uh, the breaking apart of civilization, the fracturing of, of, of civilization, the partitioning of society, right? And again, how the future is already here, it's just not evenly distributed. You're going to have uh, centers, pocketed centers, uh, smart cities that are going to have all this advanced technology. And then on the outskirts, you're going to have like poverty-stricken ghettos uh, that, are, that, that, that aren't even industrial. We're already seeing this take place. I wish I had the proper verbiage and lexicon as well as information to break it down to you guys because I see it so clearly. I really do. Right here, uh, Sons of Liberty Media, after running out of people willingly to take the experimental C-19 gene-altering injection, Baltimore resor resorts to shaming. And what it has right here <laughs> is, a, is an article, it, it, like a, uh, it's like a magazine cover. It says, mimosas with the girls? You still aren't vaxxed, Deborah." It's got a guy like disapproving of his wife going out for mimosas with his with the girls. You haven't been vaxxed, Deborah. You can't have mimosas with your girls. <laughs> and so it's got uh, at be more healthy, Baltimore City government's healthy, the city health department uh, basically saying get vaxxed. They're shaming people saying you can't go have mimosas with your girls because you're not vaxxed. <laughs> I think about that. They're literally saying you. Mimosas with the girls? You're not vaxxed, Deborah. I kid you not. This is something they actually put out on their Facebook, their Instagram, and their Twitter. 
And so it's, it's, it's not enough that you got Run DMC coming up with promotional propaganda videos saying, I got the vaccine, you got the vaccine. It's all about community immunity, right? Uh, it's not enough that you have people basically coming up with parodies of, uh, of, 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 of uh, Lion King songs saying, oh, I just can't wait to get the vaccine. Uh, you've even got people remixing uh, 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 church songs where it says instead of hallelujah, they say, get the new jab, get the new jab. They, th- that wasn't enough. They now had to go with shaming people. Let me see if I can. You know, I, don't, I don't think I can read this article without going into the actual place. Uh, but there you have it. They're saying that you can't have mimosas with your girls, Deborah, because you aren't vaxxed. They're shaming you. Right here, common dreams. I think this is something to look into moving forward. It says C-19 vaccinations, a shot in the arm for universal health care. I thoroughly see that taking place. If we're already seeing these type of adverse vaccine reactions take place, right, that's why they're saying, oh, you can get a free shot, you can get a free shot, you can get a free shot, you can get a free shot. You get a free shot because the treatments won't be free. I think the universal health care will, will be basically them monitoring how the development of the vaccine is taking place in your body. I'm not sure how all that will play out. I'm sure once we get more information about this, uh, that'll, that'll, that'll explain things. But I could definitely see the C-19 uh, shot jab being used as an introduction uh, for 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 universal healthcare, make no mistake. Make no mistake about it. Getting back into the article, or getting back into the news with you, good people. Forty four percent of millennials already have chronic health conditions. Now, this is very interesting. This comes from the Drudge Report feed. Let's see. I, I might actually be willing to get off Newsify to take a look at that. That could be potentially informational uh, and beneficial to you, our viewing audience. Yeah, let's let's see if we can read a little bit about this, and then we'll uh, we'll get back into the news for you guys. It says forty four percent of older millennials already have a chronic health condition. A chronic health condition. Here's what that means for their futures. This comes from Megan Leonhart. Uh, they put this up May fourth over there at uh, Wow CNBC, and. This is a very lengthy article. I would recommend you guys look it up. We'll just kind of get get the gist of it. But it says, as millennials begin to turn 40 in 2021, CNBC Make Make It has launched a middle-aged millennial series, a series exploring how the oldest members of this generation have grown into adulthood amid the backdrop of the Great Recession and the C-19 pandemic, student loans, stagnant wages, and the rising cost of living. Yep. Uh, it's a uh, pretty harsh. I'll, I'll tell you that. It says every morning, Kristen Bennett starts her day off by swallowing about 14 different supplements and vitamins designed to help keep the worst symptoms of her disease at bay. Bennett has relapsing, remitting multiple sclerosis, a central nervous disorder or system disease that she's been dealing with for about 20 years after she's been diagnosed in 2001. She just turned 40 last month. Health conditions like Bennett's can take a toll, both financially and emotionally. And unfortunately, as the oldest millennials start to hit 40, many are finding themselves coping with chronic health conditions, more so than previous generations, according to some recent research. 
about 44 percent of millennials born between 1981 and 1998 or 1988 report having been diagnosed with at least one chronic health condition according to a recent survey conducted by the harris poll on behalf of cnbc make it among 4,000 u.s adults about 830 of whom were between ages 33 to 40. that's kind of crazy to me i won't lie I will not lie. That is kind of wild. 44% of older millennials already have a chronic health condition. That's kind of wild. So we're not talking about, you know, fluoride in the water. We're not talking about them trying to calcify the pineal gland. We're not talking about lead in the water from, you know, Flint and them having their water crisis. Uh, we're not We're not talking about, again, just the chemicals that are in our public drinking water system. We're talking about how 44% of an incoming generation is already uh, suffering from health conditions. That is insane. You know, I remember a couple years ago, actually Chuck's probably last year, reading how one in three American takes like a prescription pill. And so on top, we're, we're, what I'm trying to say is like, we're a very sick people. We are a very broken nation. Uh, some of our best years, unfortunately, well, you know what? I say they're behind us, but I, I actually think they're 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 ahead of us. I think that we've been in a comatose state for so many years that we have some pretty very interesting years ahead of us. Uh, but because of this, because we seem like we're in the twilight of our republic, uh, this is this is a statistic that shows again the symptoms of our society: how sick we've become, how broken we've become. Um, again, the destruction of the nuclear family. Now, obviously, we would have chronic health issues. I mean, look at how we're handling COVID. Vitamin D and vitamin C. Shucks, just getting your vitamin intake up in general has hardly been talked about throughout the entirety of the pandemic to the point to where they literally feel like they can inject us with health. This is the joke. You can't inject health. Thinking that they can inject us with health, these experimental vaccines, and we'll be all right. And so I could see how already uh, the incoming adulthood generation is being adversely affected by the previous generation's mistakes. And if we don't call out what's happening with COVID, what do you think that number is going to look like in the future? We're talking autism rates that are off the charts, right? Kids that are being born with developmental issues because of things like this and more. What do you think? What, what do you think they already call them Generation C? What do you think Generation C, the children born uh, during the pandemic, what do you think they're going to look like? How they're going to behave? You know, and the sad part is, is this leads me to this article I have over here uh, that I didn't even know how I was going to pull into the, the, the conversation. It makes perfect sense. This comes from Technocracy News. They put this up just the other week. It literally says that uh, human augmentation is now necessary. Yeah, right here. U.S. Space Force cheese scientist says that human augmentation is now necessary. Uh, this is by Alex Willikins via the Metro UK. They put this up April 30th. And before I get into this, the reason I pivoted into talking about us being a broken and a kind of bewildered people is because that's, again, transhumanism. That's that active dehumanization. That's that active depopulation plan. If they can get people, again, to give up their humanity, give up their individuality, give up what makes them whole, they can use science and technology to rebuild them. This is why you've got boys trying to be girls, girls trying to be boys, all this crazy gender-bending, transhuman, biohacking nonsense that's going on uh, because that's making sterilization trendy. That's making dehumanization trendy. And that's making us something else. But let me read a little bit of this and then I'll get back into the news. Because, again, we may not we may ourselves not get augmented, but the next generation might. 
they might say, oh, well, I don't want to be attached on my phone all the time. You've got Elon Musk saying, oh, well, shucks, we can hook you guys up with the with uh, with the neural link. Just give us a couple. You've got Regina Dugan of Facebook's F8 trying to create thought to translation text, right? Or thought to text translation. So we ourselves might not get augmented, but the generation that comes after us might. Let me read this and then we'll continue on. It says, quote, human augmentation is a term used by transhumanists who believe science can control the future, quote, evolution of humans. They seek to create humanity 2.0 or a race of superhumans so advanced that one day they might achieve immortality and escape death. Again, here's that superhuman, the ubermenschen, the super soldier, that Nazi ideology. It just shows up in a different light. The chief scientist for the newly created U.S. Space Force has said that he thinks, quote, human augmentation will be here sooner rather than later. Dr. Joel Moser, speaking at an event at the Air Force Research Laboratory, said that it is, quote, imperative that the U.S. outdo its adversaries by leading in human augmentation in military technology. I've got to pause right there because guess what? We've talked about this. China's already using exoskeleton suits on their soldiers on the border uh, with their border dispute between India and China, they're already using skeletal, exoskeletal suits over there. We talked about it just the other week. How China has gene-edited soldiers and also, and also gene-edited babies. Uh, Hie Jinkui, the geneticist that escaped from China, that talked about creating Nana and Lulu, those two uh, gene-edited edited children that are HIV and AIDS resistant. If they're willing to disclose this information now, what other things do they have going on? And we've reported on it as well, how they've been conducting mRNA uh, experiments. They brag about it over there, though. But let me get back into the article. It says, in the last century, Western civilization transformed from an industrial-based society to an information-based society. But today, we're on the brink of a new age, the age of human augmentation, said Moser. In our business of national defense, it is imperative that we embrace this new age, lest we, fa- lest we fall behind our strategic competitors. Moser, whose career has been spent largely with the U.S. Air Force developing spaceflight technologies, warned that there would be, quote, unimaginable advances made over the next decade, citing the leaps in in artificial intelligence that have already been made in programs like Google's AlphaGo. The Space Force scientists added that AI could eventually develop military tactics and strategies that no human could, and that eventually, quote, autonomous programs or machines could advise commanders in real time. The AI, the AI could eventually create programs that design lines of attacks too complex for humans to understand, Moser warned. Quote, this will extend to the battlefield, where commanders and decision makers will have at their disposal multiple autonomous, multiple autonomous agents, each able to continue to control the execution of things like reconnaissance or fire control or attack, added Moser. He warned that we must think carefully about the ethics of how this and how we will trust these autonomous agents especially in the era of lethal autonomous warfare. Moving on to human augmentation, he suggested augmentation technology could eventually produce a, quote, superhuman workforce that uses technology like augmented reality, virtual reality, and nerve stimulation. You could put an individual into a state of flow where learning is optimized and retention is maximized. This individual could be shaped into somebody with high-performing potential. The U.S. government has a long history of human experimentation, with a potential for military applications. I would have to agree. I would have to agree. Human augmentation is now necessary. And again, like I said, this generation may not be 
about it. They may not want to be augmented. They may not change themselves. But when you've got all these people, again, saying, I don't want to be a boy. I want to be a girl. I don't want to be a boy or girl. I want to be a girl, whatever. Neo pronouns, new pronouns and all this other stuff. That's going to pave the way for people to think a little bit differently about what humanity could be and what they themselves want to be as well. Very, very interesting days ahead of us. And it starts out with things like this, with 44% of millennials already having a chronic health condition. Like I said before, they will use technology as a means to advance humanity. And that's what we're seeing right now with the, with, with the gene therapies, experimental C19 uh, shots, and so much more. I'll only read a little bit more of these, and then I'll go ahead and start closing stuff out for you guys. <laughs> oh man, I tell you, it's just getting it's getting crazy. It really is. Um, I think I don't know what's getting crazy. The fact that I'm trying to seem more normal about all this, or the fact that it's intensifying uh, as 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 things go along. But you tell me. You tell me. Let's get back into uh, some of the news for you guys. New 6G chip downloads entire film faster than a blink of an eye. So they're telling you as they're rolling as they're as they're rolling out human augmentation, as they're rolling out uh, implantable microchips, as they're rolling out tracking you with the global health security agenda, the social credit score system, and so much more. They're saying, "Hey, look." You can download movies super fast. Isn't that great? <laughs> and it keeps going on and on and on. I'll talk more about this on the podcast episode. Uh, but CIA mocked online over woke recruitment video. Uh, I talked about this earlier. Our enemies are laughing at us while we're worried about being super woke. While we're worried about all this political correctness we have, again, our adversaries preparing for a major conflict. Uh, as I briefly talked to you guys about just right there, you have China engaging uh, in human augmentation experiments. They have super soldiers. Um, there are old experiments of Russians trying to figure out how to have their soldiers breathe underwater. It's a very, very real thing. Oh, wow. We knew this is coming. I could talk about this forever. China now punishing those who provide worship venues for believers. Worship venues for believers. So this isn't Canada where you're seeing the Gestapo police try to shut down Easter services. Uh, in China, you now have them punishing people who provide worship venues for believers. Because in China, you have to have your worship session registered with the state. If you're a new listener... You really need to understand that China is one of the most authoritarian and dictatorial societies out there. Uh, they literally say that Christians are a part of an evil cult, a Xianzhou. A Xianzhou. A, a evil cult. They say that Christians are a part of an evil cult, and they're, they, 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 they're, they're borderline just trying to say there is no God. Christian, China, communist China is one of the most atheistic places out there. It's pretty crazy. Let me read a little bit of this, and we'll continue on. 
It says a new report is now revealing that authorities with the Chinese Communist Party have stepped up persecution against those of faith by punishing those who provide worship venues for believers. According to Asia News, a Catholic town in the a Catholic in the town of Wangli in the Xinjiang province was just fined for offering his private chapel to the Bishop of Wenzhou Diocese, uh, Messenger Messenger Peter Xiao Zumin. The report from the Christian Post details that on March 16th, Huang Ruxian, 56, reportedly offered his chapel to Xiao and about 20 Catholics, but it was shortly afterward that he was then sentenced to a hefty fine of 200,000 yuan, which is the equivalent of about $30,000, under the charge of hosting the bishop for, quote, illegal religious activities, also providing him with lunch, a restroom, and etc. Huang was said to be accused of violating the state-sanctioned church's principle since Xiao, quote, was ordained by a foreign institution, which, quote, goes against the principle of independence, autonomy, and self-administration of the church in China. The report reveals that a 2018 China-Vatican agreement renewed last year permits the Chinese government to propose new bishops to the Vatican through its state-approved Catholic Patriotic Catholic Association, or Chinese, Catholic, Chinese Patriotic Catholic Association, uh, with the Pope having veto power on the decision. And so basically, we're hearing that this man was literally charged $30,000 for letting a, 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 a bishop, a Catholic bishop, come in his house with, with 20 other people. He, he got charged $30,000 for, quote, illegal religious activities and providing him with, a, with lunch and a restroom. Think about that. That's the level of nitpickery that we're seeing with China and that they want to have here and that you're already seeing over there in Canada to where you can't, to where you can't worship. Like they're, they're using C-19 as the excuse to, to do all this here in the Western world. But over there in China, you see them actively coming against the Christians saying you will not, you will not worship anything other than the state. That's very dangerous. That is very dangerous because, again, they're eradicating religion. And then what would replace them? The new wokeism, the new Pharisees, these stewards of the new normal, these global citizens, the one world religion, the one world government, and all the people that bend the knee for them. You know, the other day I saw, the other day I saw a, a um, it was like a clip it was a it was a picture. It was of Lady Lady Liberty in Hungary, Turkey, bending the knee and raising the fist. Like it was like a BLM sanctioned sculpture type thing that they had sent to Hungary, Turkey. And within the first fuck the, the, the first couple of hours of it being there, it had gotten vandalized and torn down because the people over there were not about it. But think about what that means. That's them that's them capturing the image of Lady Liberty. The Lady Liberty that you would see on Ellis Island, that all these immigrants that came back in the day would see that, 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 that symbolized freedom to them coming to America. They would see that. Imagine that image of America being shipped, exported to where that's not your own image anymore, that you've been captured. That America has been captured and that they are both bending the knee and raising the fist for the new world order. We're bending the knee saying we will not step. We will we will, we will not stand up. We will not stand our ground. We have bent, bent the knee and we are also raising a fist in solidarity saying that we will be your soldiers. That's them saying we have captured America. 
Lady Liberty is ours, and it bends the knee and raises the fist to the New World Order. And it starts with things like religion. If you won't stand up for your God, you won't stand up for anything. And so that's what I mean by while we're worried about wokeism, that's what's going to replace the church. That's what's, what's going to place religion. I kid you not. Let's get back. Let's get back into this. Get back into uh, some of the news. For you, good people. Uh, another one from Ross story. Frustrated Trump supporter has a meltdown in Costco after customers refused to join his anti-mask rebellion. I'm sure that's a sad state of affair. Again, uh, Raw Story is one of the more left-leaning establishment media outlets. It's anti-America. That's for sure. And I keep these type of places there so you can see, uh, so you can see, you know, what these people are thinking, we need to know it. It is important to keep an eye on your adversaries. Now, this is very interesting. Check this out. Actually, here's a here's a quick smattering of articles. I'll pick one that I find very interesting, and we'll go from there. Uh, the man that wants you to block the man that wants to block the sun, inject you with poison, and feed you fake meat can't keep his family together. <laughs> They're talking about Bill Gates getting a divorce from Melinda Gates, if you call her a woman. Very, very butchy. Very, very manly. Uh, that comes from Sons of Liberty Media. This next one comes from Zero Hedge. It says, evidence reveals that military team collaborated with the lab where C-19 pandemic originated. Yes, Fauci's hands are all over it. And this is very, very interesting. I'll see if I can try to talk more about this on the podcast episode this week says Chilean leadership calls for neuro rights as a tsunami of brain-altering tech floods the public. Now think about this. This is very interesting to me. And I know for sure we'll be talking about this on the podcast episode. Neuro rights, brain-altering technology. Think about what this is. Think about where we're at right now. Think about what I just kind of casually said to you. We're at, we are now at a point in in... With technology, with society, with however you want to look at it, we are now so into the future that we need rights for our brain. And you would think, oh, well, why don't I? Isn't that inherently given? Shouldn't you have rights? No. Believe it or not. That's why sometimes whenever you're on mainstream social media, when you're thinking about certain things, it shows up on your feed. There are no, your brain doesn't have rights. You as a, cisgendered some some male might have rights but your brain the gelatinous jelly material in between your skull doesn't and that's me kind of being silly but at the same time that's that's me showing you where we're going i made an alluding to it earlier just now uh earlier and just now with elon musk's brain to machine interface his neural link and again regina dugan of facebook facebook's f8 former head of darpa regina dugan talking about thought to text translation. So it's already out there. A couple years ago, shucks, almost two to three years ago, I remember covering on 420 uh, the fact that the FBI released that they had remote mind control technology and that they had like little graphs too where they're sending little beams down to your phone 
we had like a whole series of conversations on the on the show where we talked about it and how your bio, how your body emits like a an aura and an, an etheric field, and how your phone kind of hijacks that etheric field and at the same time puts a target on your back, and so they can send signals to your phone uh, that basically interfere with your etheric field, your aura, and manipulate your whole body. This is a very real thing. This is a very real thing. And so for sure, they have the technology to read your thoughts. Let me read a little bit of this, and then we'll continue on. Uh, this comes from Alberto Pena of Yahoo News. They put this up April 29th. It says, Chilean leadership calls for neuro rights as a tsunami of brain-altering tech reaches the public. It says, as sci-fi thriller Inception top box offices across the world, audiences were delighted and appalled by its futuristic story of a criminal gang invading people's dreams to steal valuable data. More than a decade on, the technology envisioned by filmmaker Christopher Nolan is likely not far off, according to experts in Chile who have moved to move the security debate beyond burglar arm alarms to safeguarding the most valuable real estate people ever own, their minds. The South American nation is aiming to be the world's first to legally protect citizens' quote, neuro rights, with lawmakers expected to pass a constitutional reform blocking technology that seeks to, quote, increase, diminish, or disturb people's mental integrity without their consent. Opposition Senator Guido Guayli, one of the authors of the legislation, is worried about the technology, whether algorithms, bionic implants, or some other gadgetry that could threaten, quote, the essence of humans, their autonomy, their freedom, and their free will. Quote, if this technology manages to read your mind before even you're aware of what you're thinking, he told AFP, it could write emotions into your brain, life stories that aren't yours, and that your brain won't be able to distinguish whether they're yours or the, or the product of designers. I would have to agree. Think about this. We're, 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 we're literally at the point to where we have to ask the question, are these thoughts your own? Are these thoughts your own? <laughs> this is the Crewcast May 4th edition, and we're literally over here talking about brain, mind-reading technology, uh, spiritual warfare, psychological warfare, social engineering, behavior modification, uh, and so many other things and where we have to ask the question, are these thoughts your own? You know, growing up, my mom would always ask me, if I ever came home from school or something upset, or if I was dealing with a girl all upset, or if I did something at work and I was all upset about it, you know, she'd look at me and she'd ask me, whose emotions are those? Are these your emotions or is someone making you feel this way? Do you choose to feel this way or is this just how things are going for you? And now we have to ask the actual question, are these thoughts our own? Did I have this thought? Was this an original thought? Or did I just get incepted? And you would think, oh, well, that's that's silly. Of course, these are your thoughts. But I tell you what, a crazy person doesn't know they're crazy. How do you know those thoughts are your own? How do you know you haven't been incepted? I'm sure you've been watching TV or you've been watching something somewhere and something you mentioned sometime popped up on your ad feed. Are these thoughts your own? You're in an echo chamber. This is the algorithms being that strong. This is, this is the Internet of Things, right? Let's get back into this. This type of stuff is crazy and creepy at the same time. It says scores of sci-fi movies and novels have offered audiences the darker side of neurotechnology. 
perhaps invoking criminal masterminds as scorned in secret strongholds, manipulating the world with a dastardly laugh while stroking, stroking a cat. That's what I do. In fact, the nascent technology has already been demonstrated how it can, how it can have significantly positive applications. In 2013, then-U.S. President Barack Obama promoted the BRAIN initiative, uh, the, the, the Brain Research Through Advancing in, in Innovative Neurotechnologies Initiative, which aimed to study the cause of brain disorders such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and epilepsy. Back in Chile, Science Minister Andrew uh, Andres Quove told AFP that neural rights debate is, quote, part of a consolidation of a new scientific institutionality in the country that is now capturing international attention. But many are worried about the potential for nefarious actors to abuse technological advances. Chile's president, Sebastian Piñera, proposed at last week's Ibero-American Ibero Summit in Andorra that countries legitimate legislate together on the authority issue. Quote, I call on all Ibero-American wow, countries to anticipate the future and to adequately protect now, not just for our citizens' data and information, but also their thoughts, their feelings, their neural information, to prevent these from being manipulated by new technologies, the conservative Pinera said. The Chilean bill contains four main fields of legislation regarding the human mind's data or neurodata, fixing limits to the neurotechnology, or reading and especially writing in brains, setting an equitable distribution and access to these technologies and putting, lira, and putting limits on neural algorithms. Spanish scientist Rafael Yuste, an expert at the subject of, from Columbia University in New York, told AFP, some of these technologies already exist, and even the most remote will be available within 10 years. Within the next 10 years, you will be having that debate of whether or not your thoughts are your own. How wild is that? That we are literally in a time frame to where we are seeing our thoughts being overwritten, and we don't just mean with, you know, the social engineering that's taking place with social media, right? How they're curating content, how they're manipulating speech, how they're modifying con uh, modifying our behavior. Where your literal thoughts will be incepted. To where you will have to ask that 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 legitimate question of it's if if this is yours, is this mine? And I and I won't lie, a little bit of it is is disturbing. Uh, you've got them saying that human augmentation is necessary. And then on the on the flip side of that, you've got them saying that we need to protect people's neural rights. Again, it's just so wild that you have them openly saying, hey, we want to get inside your body somehow. Somehow, some type of way, we want to get the agendas into your body. If we can get you to be upset about politics, that's great. We can take the long route. We'll, we'll break down your mindset. We'll upset you about things. And we'll, we'll, we'll eventually whittle you into the person that we need to. Great. If we can't do that, what about injectable microchips? Can we do that? No? Okay, cool. You're not down for injectable microchips. What about brain-altering technology? Oh, well, even if you're not down for that, we can still subtly influence you. It's like that, it's like that scene in the movie, They Live, uh, where they have those delta wave emitters on top of buildings, basically telling people to sleep, sleep sleep. And that's crazy to me uh, because that's something that you literally see in sci-fi movies. But here we are, 2021, basically halfway through it, about, about to be halfway through it, talking about brain reading technology. That's crazy to me. But again, that shows you 
where we're going. And to pull back from all this again, too, I think the main thing to kind of point out to people, this is why it's important to have like a constant or a center. Uh, I think it's called what V2K technology, voice to skull technology is, is, is it's what it's supposed to mean, even though VTK, V2K isn't voice to skull. Uh, but v, V2K technology, voice to skull technology is where you have them using in conjunction things like Project Blue Book, where they'll display holograms in the sky, but they'll also project uh, 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 auditory hallucin uh, auditory hallucinations inside of people's brains where they can get them to think that Jesus Christ is speaking to them. I mean, I know this type of stuff sounds crazy, like it's too far-fetched, but we for sure have that type of technology already, and we're seeing the beginning phrases of it right now. Uh, the very same way that we are seeing them roll out the C-19 vaccine as like a, a test is the very same way that you see them rolling out this type of technology uh, as a vehicle, as a test. Make no mistake about it, my friends. We are all being socially engineered. None of us are safe. And the best thing I can tell you to do is to find a constant. Figure out how to, again, pull these tentacles out of you because this is not a good thing. They are trying to, whatever this is, it wants a foothold. Whenever we would have people join us on Instagram Live and they would talk about this essence, what Carlos Castaneda calls uh, the, 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 the enemy, right? Archons, whatever this energy is, it wants a foothold because the minute it gets a foothold, the minute it steps through, the minute it attaches itself to you, is the minute that it begins to work its way down, work its way through you. Breaking down, again, your willpower, breaking down your defenses, breaking down your understanding, breaking down your peace. And this is why, again, all I can tell you is find a constant. Read the Bible. Pray. Understand what your voice is. Understand what the voice of God is. And understand the difference. Practice discipline. Practice self-control. Practice self-awareness. Get your spiritual shield up the very same way that you have your political acumen up. People are people are hip to everything that's going on right now, right? But do you pray? Do you pray for protection? Do you pray for peace? Do you pray for clarity? Do you pray for your family? Do you pray for understanding? What do you pray for? Do you get your spiritual muscles up the very same way that you get your political and your, and your conspiratorial knowledge up? Because this is what I wanted to talk about as well. I had it here somewhere in my notes as I typically do. That we talk a lot about psych warfare, but what about spirit warfare? I know I could say spiritual warfare, but what about spirit warfare? There are people who are actively engaging in spirit warfare who are casting spells on you. Who are praying against you. And they may not, they may not be doing it to you, to, to you directly. That's the even crazier part. They might just be doing it to whatever you align yourself with, whatever you associate yourself with, whatever it is you believe in. You may not be a Christian, but you believe in God. And so witches might pray against people who believe in God. You might have occultists that you just ran into that asked their spirit guides to find people that they could hex and put down. You have to understand that we are in these days. So we've got to learn to pray more. 
We've got to learn to pray more. We've got to learn to be prepared more. We've got to be to le learn to be a little bit more discerning. We've also got to be a little bit more active in what we do. These are not easy days. We are seeing for sure a massive change in society take place. And if you don't want to get caught slipping, if you want to understand what's going on, you've got to look inside you. I, <laughs> I was talking about this with the wife just the other day. I was having my like, I was having my, one of my, one of my emo moments, one of my, one of my emo moments or one of my super deep woke moments. I thought it was deeper woke or super cool, but I told her staring off into the distance that we were talking about something or other. And I summarized my response perfectly. I said, don't seek societal affirmation. All you'll find is disappointment. And she's like, well, yep, yep, yep. And then the way that I said it, it sounded super emo. Uh, so I applied a biblical context to it. And I said this to the exclusive members, and I'll say it to you guys as well. We are called to be in this world, not of this world. We are called to be in this world, not of this world. Because to be of this world means to submit to the ways of it, means to give over your spirit. To this, to all of these workings, to all of this darkness, to all of this destabilization and more. No, 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 no. That is not us. We are called to be in this world, not of this world. We are meant to free people, deliver them from their bondage, give them the clarity they need. I talked about it the other day, man. I was like, it, it, it would be hell. To be wrapped in all these doubts, wrapped in all these securities, wrapped in all this confusion, following Dr. Anthony Fauci and then following Dr. Burks and then following Dr. Bill Gates. I guess who's not really a doctor, but I guess he's going to be mine. It would be hell following all these people not knowing who they serve. But that's why I thank God every single day for giving me the clarity that I have to understand these things, to give me the peace of mind that I need to to work through these things. Whenever we have these crew casts in this kind of format and we're kind of surfing the news feeds and we're discovering everything that's happening together, I'm not taking the time to pull out these articles like I do with the other show. We're discovering the craziness at the same time. But it's because I have been given that peace of mind through God Almighty and the understanding to understand that these people are only given a, 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 a moment in time. They destroy their entire lives for a moment of fame. It's because I'm given this understanding and this clarity and this peace that I'm able to do this stuff. And that's all I can tell you guys to do is to find that peace, find that clarity, but don't look through it and don't look for it through a societal lens because you'll never find it. All you'll find is disappointment. What you have to find is already within you and you have to share that with others and don't covet what other people have. That's the main thing. You've got to learn that these things are coming and they have to pass. But that's it. They have to pass. They don't stay here. And do we stay prepared for what comes next? And are we prepared for what comes after? Are we willing to do the work? Make no mistake about it, my friends. These are tumultuous days and we have even chaotic, even more chaotic ones on the horizon. But it's situations like this, dealing with the things that we're dealing with, that's going to pre prepare us mentally to make the choices that we need to. And they're not going to be easy. 
But you know what? Staying committed to the truth is. That should never be something that ha- that, that that wavers or falters. Staying committed to the truth should always be what you need. That should always be your northern star. Being honest, being truthful, humble, and remaining a servant. I got to start closing stuff out here for you guys. I've taken up what I would hope is a respectful amount of your guys' time already. I didn't mean to get into a crazy old preaching situation at the end there. But this is me just telling you guys, listen, it's going to get rough out there. And a lot of the stuff I sit up over here and kick with you guys, it wasn't kicked to me whenever I was, whenever I started all this. I, news doesn't talk to you about some of the interpersonal things that you need to work on in order to digest all the, society, all the societal and cultural things that are taking place. News doesn't do that. They just grandstand and act like they already know what's up. So when I get up here and I do these shows, this is me trying to impart some of the wisdom I understood, some of the some of the wisdom I've gained, right, to help you through your life. So, no, I'm not trying to preach to you. This just comes with the package. So on top of getting news, you also get this information, some of this wisdom that I'm trying to extol to you and pick it up if you want. If not, it just makes for cool content either way. Uh, But this is how I speak. So I got to start wrapping things up for you guys. Again, if you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. I was talking with our exclusive members uh, over the weekend. I've got to make a post about this as well. I'm going to have to really rely on the audience to tell me whether or not we should proceed. Sad truth of the matter. I like doing things like this. I like putting together the shows, this, that, and the third. Uh, But we are a very heavy listener-based show. We cannot continue hanging out in the ether like this. We are for sure a tip of the spear type of organization. Look for more updates and information about where we're going to be going forward uh, next week. We're just in that weird flux state. Like I said, those filler episodes. But again, if you guys want to support this operation, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. Join us. And if you don't want to join us through Patreon, go to Fanbase. They also have something set up as well. And like I said before, at the start of the transmission, if you join through Fanbase, let me know. I'll give you a 50% off on our standard membership over on Patreon. It's, to, it's again, to build this reservoir. This is what we've been able to do on the free version. Imagine what we could accomplish if we were actually doing the work that we need to with the with the funds, the resources, and everything else that we need. Uh, but, but I digress. Final, final notice. If you guys want to support us, you can do so by going to patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. I'm not one to beg, but your guys' support is needed. If you found this episode to be helpful or any of the other work that we do, informational, helpful, or educational, share it with your friends. Get it out there. I already sound crazy enough, so you don't have to. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction. Out. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.